Caruso could his be pop, nah, his pop. Time out. You know, here's how you know he's white. Uh-huh. His father, his father is a Florida government representative. So what? Mike Caruso. I, all right. And his no. mother, Jackie Caruso, is a freelance makeup artist and licensed cosmetologist. Oh, yeah, Her name is Jackie. It's time to start the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Sports show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sports show. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Sports show. Yeah. We get it on. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Year Sports Show, episode ninety-one. I am your host, Big Baby, aka the Soul of R and B. To my right, we have the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado. I can't believe I'm up in this spot right now, Tay. I'm not worthy, Tay. I am not worthy. If I could put you two at the bottom of the pyramid, I would. <laughs> but but at the, currently at the bottom of the period, pyramid. Bottom of the period. Wow. This is the third time he's done that. He don't realize that. Go ahead. Blame it on your list. Go I am going to blame it on my list. Blame it. My list. Whatever. At the bottom, in period color red, BK Matt. <laughs> I'm just saying, mm-hmm. before we went live, as Caruso could be black. I'm just let me just throw that. Stop out. it! He's not no. Alex Caruso is Billy Hoyle. No. Stop trying to no. put him in the same boat no. as Billy Hoyle. Listen, we, man, he, listen, if Alex Caruso black, Jackie Moon is black. Well, he got a little rhythm. No, I like, I like no, the neither of them are black. Why are we no? We're Have not you seen Jackie Moon's afro though? I mean, like, really think about it. White people he, had afros like that back then too. Yeah, but it was red. There's a difference. Jackie Moon's white people had red. red afros like that too. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. White people had red hair. I'm talking about black people, and it was a perfect. It was, it was a perfect circle. My man had the soul glow afro. Is what I'm trying to say. Let you know. Maybe he, he blew, blew, Maybe he grew up in a white, a black community. I don't care. Speaking about said. soul Jackie glow, Moon? rest in peace, Louis Anderson. The yeah. only white man that come into America. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, so um, rest in peace, Louis Anderson. Back to my man Jackie Moon, right? My man mm-hmm. uses pink lotion. I don't care what nobody say. He uses pink lotion. He's black. Jackie Moon's black. Alex Caruso is black. Alex the man Caruso got money. And anyway, any, anyway. No, he's not. Anyway, he's not. We're, um, just, we're here. Um, Tay should be here on shortly. She got mommy duties. Shout out to our niece playing volleyball and doing her damn thing. So, I hope she's so. spiking it like Ben Stiller and meet the parents. Break somebody nose. She should. <laughs> one time, <laughs> you see who my mother is. Could be possible. It's definitely possible. It's definitely possible. But how's your week going, fellas? How was your week? How was your week, Pete? How was your week, sir? Um, the lower half of my body is still trying to thaw out from how cold it is out in these streets. Um, it's y'all know. All, everybody know y'all had. No, everybody know y'all had. <laughs> no. Everybody know I have a dog. Matt Matt was trying to pull some crazy oh, crazy shit out of out of that. I'm glad I'm glad you just ignored him. Continue. Now, can I wear no look when I walk my dog? When I walk my dog, I wear more layers up top because it feels more I feel more comfortable wearing more layers up top than I do on the lower half. So if I go out, I'll have on maybe if it's really cold, I wear a pair of long johns underneath my my, my, my sweatpants or whatever. But normally I'm just going out in my sweats. 
and, and walking my dog. But on top, I'll have on T-shirt, hoodie, my coat. You know, I'm going outside fully bundled up top. So my lower half freeze before my upper half freeze. So Pete okay. just, just said he admitted to free balling outside. That's what I got out of that. That's Man. what I got out of it too. It's cold out in these streets. More power to you. It's cold out in these streets. Do you think? Matt, how was your week? Yeah, the Bronx. It's, it's been cold there since, since the 40s. It's fall out as far as I know. Yes. But my, my, my week's been annoying. I'm tired of being a teacher's assistant. I'm sick of it. I'm over it. Like, I hate it. I hate it with a passion. I've been cleaning up crowns and freaking structure paper all week. Hey, Tay. Thank you. Yeah. I'm sick. Hey. You know, I, I can't stay on long. But you ride around me getting it. It's all good. No, I'm on oh, mom duties. My daughter had her volleyball game today. They're oh, not letting yeah. parents spectate. But. Bill? Some ball. We said still. Yeah. yeah you cut somebody out. You put hands nah. on somebody. I'm in chilling. Like, that's why we don't do that in the we don't do that in the Ville. We spectate. <laughs> Queen, how was your week? She put thumbs down. Tay, can uh, you tell these dudes that Jackie Moon and Alex Caruso is black? I'm not trying to tell them. Just thank you, thank you. Don't mean that. I don't give. I don't give non-black people, black people, uh, designation. Like everybody say, oh well, like um, that comedian Gary Owen. Yeah. They be like, oh, he's one of us. I'm like, who said that? A lot, there's a lot, lot of, of people. There's a lot of black people who because he was like, they say they were Bill Burr. A lot of people say that about Bill Burr back in the day. Um, before before Gary Owen, Bill Burr was like the white black comedian. You know, mm-hmm. like Bill, I remember people were saying that Bill Burr had the like he had to pass to say the n word in his comedy. Even Bill mm-hmm. Burr would tell you, like, no, I'm good, I'm good, can't mm-hmm. say it. The whitest black dude I knew was Jim Carrey, and that's because he was on the Living Color. That was but that's to say that Jim Carrey was one of, was one of those guys that got that was, was got those designations early on. Even Will Sasso on Mad TV. Because he was always on there with Aries. I, I Spears never and looked at Will Sasso like that for Will Sasso to ever see. <laughs> nah, he well, got, he got, he got, got, got kicked off the boat once he did Ace Ventura. That was, that yeah. was it for me. But, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, people at one point in time before, um, like people were looking at Michael Rappenport like, Rappenport like that too. I don't. I know don't. That man yeah. just freely said the N word no matter people tell him he can or can't. Michael can. Rappaport's a bitch. And let me tell you something about Michael Rappaport. He used to hang out in my hood all the time. I yeah, can he, believe it. He looked like a cool He grew guy. up over there. Somewhat. Yeah, but you know, once you saw him in higher learning, mm-hmm. being a, a white supremacist, you can't unsee that. That's a, that's a role, though. <laughs> I, can't, he played it. I can't unsee... Flex Washington. Oh, I can't unsee Flex Washington play with Michael Jackson, so I get it. Like, OMG. Yeah. That was just, oh my God. <laughs> no, nah, but I, I, I messed with Jason Weaver as, as as baby Michael. That kind of fitted a little bit. I guess. Used to say, All right, so you know what? If you were going to say that Alice Caruso and Jackie Moon is black, then are you taking, are you taking white chocolate Jason Williams? In a heartbeat. I'm not giving him nothing. I'm not giving him yes. nothing. <laughs> I don't care. 
Jason, <laughs> white chocolate is in there. We, we, we're not arguing that. Shout out to white chocolate. It's my man. The illest crossover and the illest, the illest passing ability that I've ever seen from the street. That's what I'm trying to tell you. My I'm man. Yep. Mm. I said it. I said it. I, I said what I said. It. And the Ooh. next thing you know, this man gonna be out here saying the professor is black. I met him. He's cool. Professor's cool. He's mad cool. Yo, his very, eyes, very yo. white though. He's very white. <laughs> he's very white. Like you yeah. never had a conversation. He's very white. Like there's no escaping him. Mm. Yeah. Like remember that song? No escape with it. Yeah, that that was that. Yeah. So, something came to my mind like this week, and I, I said I wanted to bring it, bring it to the table real quick. But what's up? We, we've all played played a sport in high school, and um, and um, sometime after it, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what was it like bringing like your significant other to your games and everything like that? I got in trouble all the time. Why did you get in trouble? How I am and when I'm playing basketball is totally different from my persona mm. off the basketball court. Mm. I am a complete asshole on the court. Like, I talk so much shit. I'm, like, in your face. I talk the most, especially if I know that you're somewhat better than me or you got an advantage on me. Oh, I'm in your, I'm in your face. Mm-hmm. And that could, that could turn people off. If I know you, and I know that your girlfriend is at the at the game. I'm going to embarrass you. I'm going to do stuff like talk to your girlfriend while you on the free throw line. I'm like, yo, you know he trash, right? You need to get with a real like. I do I do off the wall shit like that. Most of the time, if I'm doing that, I'm not knowing that my girlfriend is there. And if she is there, she she feels some type of way. That can come off very disrespectful. See, in high school, yeah. I didn't get into too much of an issue because in high school, uh, one of my girlfriends at the time was on the swim team, on the girls' swim team when I was on the men's swim team. So we were at... Yeah, we had a swim team in my high school. Where'd you go to Lehman? I went to Randolph uh, in Harlem. So we swam in the city college pool. Um, And then when I played baseball... A lot of the girls that I dated in high school were Dominican, so really wasn't that big of a deal taking a Dominican girl to a baseball game. It was actually, you know, regular. Yeah, yeah y'all um, play catch after. <laughs> when I was in college, uh, I really wasn't dating anyone while playing sports um, yeah. when I was in college. And then it wasn't until – I didn't get in trouble till much later on. Um, I was already an adult, and uh, I was working on a political campaign one year, one one summer – and the guy who ran the political campaign actually did like a charity basketball game. Uh, and so he asked me if I wanted to play. And I was like, all right, cool. And we was like, I brought my girl with me to the game. And that's when she saw the 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 trash talking uh, asshole side of me. Because the problem is when I get into a game, especially when I get really, really into it, um, it takes me a while to disassociate from the game. So, like, I remember coming out the game at one point. I was, like, cursing at somebody, yelling. I was pissed off at some non-calls from the referees. And my girl comes to the sideline and tries to give me a hug. And I was like, you get up off me, man. I'm pissed at this. You know? And she was just, like, she was all, like, shocked and surprised. And I, I had to apologize to her afterwards. But it was just like, nah, I was in the game. I was in that. I was in the mode. I was in the mode. You can't really come at me 
when I'm in that mode. So what happened to me was that um, I was in a game. This is post high school. I'm in a game in the Lower East Side playing in the gym. There's this dude who um, who's notorious for like like playing dirty and everything like that. He played like so you. dirty that he got to the point where like um, you. no, you, you play dirty though. I don't. I can. I can. I'm pretty I, sure you do. I, I, I grew I, I grew up on the Knicks. I can. So, <laughs> but I, I choose. I pick and choose. I say that right. So he's playing dirty. He got. One of the players, our main players in foul trouble. I'm a six man. I love being a six man. I love coming off the bench. Like the greatest six man of all time, Bobby Bobby. But, <laughs> but, um, so we're, we're playing. The first thing he does when he gets in the game, bro, bro's like six five. I'm five eight at that time, five eight, five nine. He, first thing he does, offensive foul. So now I'm chatting at him. Now I'm chirping at him. Like I'm his, I'm Patrick Beverly, and he's like KD. So I'm chirping at him, right? The only difference is that he don't drop forty on me. <laughs> so we're chatting, we're chatting. I get bro five fouls, quick, real quick. This is um, unlimited tournament. So then my shorty's in the crowd, and he's playing super aggressive. So on his um, fifth foul, he pushes me hard. And I get up and I push his big ass back. Now he wants to fight me. Bro's like, I right, bet, bet. You want to play like that? Let's go outside. Let's go outside. I'm going to pop the trunk. I'm going to pop the trunk. Of course, everybody want to pop the fucking trunk. Oh, I'm going to pop the trunk. I'm like, I him. bet. Him. I was like, bet. Let's go. So as we're walking out the gym, we're about to walk out the gym. In the middle of the game, I grab a chair. <laughs> Bro, 6'5". I'm not stupid. I bring a chair. I was gonna hit him coming up the step, going up the steps. <laughs> My girl's like, "No, chill, chill, chill. You can't do that." And then he said something to her. She turned around and slapped the shit out of him. But then we had to fight our way out out the building. Good times. Good, okay. <laughs> great times. That sounds like fun. Shit. Yeah. Okay. I don't know, but. For some reason, my girlfriends can never sit through a basketball game. I always dated girls that didn't even like basketball. It was just, it was just horrible. And wrestling, forget about it. If I, when I wrestled, they never came to a show. Well, it was what it was. It just kept that separate. She talking. She talking. So we we were talking about um Tay. We were talking about bringing significant others to to. Oh, you heard us? Okay. I know. I had, about- a, I had a couple of uh, a couple of boyfriends went to my game because they played basketball too. Mm-hmm. Um, in high school, I had a boyfriend who went or he went to a different school in a different borough, so it was nice that he would show up to my games because it would take to get from Queens to um, Park Slope in the afternoon was a mess. So I used to appreciate the times that he would go. No fights or nothing? They get no fights or nothing? No. Yo, mm. I gotta ask this. Y'all ever dated a scrub? A scrub? <laughs> yeah, and going to the and going to their game. No, the, no, I, no. I don't no. think I have. No, 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 no. I did, and she asked me. She was like, "So, what did you think?" I'm like, "Uh, it was it, it was cool. Like, no, seriously, I said." Can we just leave it at it was cool? 
<laughs> like, like I knew your role on the on the court. You was just there to just get fouls. That's all you did. That's tough. That's tough. You're the enforcer. You're a scrub. Like, hey, really hey, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait, wait a minute, minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Wait a minute. Time out. That don't Time make out. you a scrub. I think the scrubs <laughs> didn't play. Okay. You have seven turnovers and like you expect that to be Kobe. Like, what? I didn't expect that to be Kobe. I'd expect so that to, to, to do. To know how to dribble the ball and not dribble it off a leg. Russell Westbrook do it. Exactly. Yeah. He's a scrub. He in the NBA. Russell Westbrook. He got paid millions of dollars to be a scrub. Yeah. Russell Westbrook is not a scrub. He's not a scrub. He just looks like a scrub on a How Olympics. dare y'all? <laughs> no. Y'all play, two, y'all play 2K talking about somebody a scrub. Look, I said he I, like I play 2K, but most, I that's the most that's the closest <laughs> to the NBA any of y'all will ever get. And y'all calling Ooh. somebody who was a league. What was he an MVP before? Yes, he was when he was averaging. So you call it you calling the league MVP a scrub? I didn't call him a scrub. I said on the Lakers, he's playing like he's a scrub. I didn't say he is a scrub. I did. Here we go with the here we go with them semantics, huh? It's not semantic, it's the truth. It's semantics. All right. <laughs> I would never I can't, I can't even spell like I would say that he could play better, and maybe this system is not adapted to his playing style. I don't think the Lakers are making any no. I think everybody's playing like trash. No, I think I think <laughs> it has been proven. It's been proven by every everywhere that Russell Westbrook has been in his career. Russell Westbrook does not play well with other stars. Russell, Russell Westbrook needs to be the only star on his team. He didn't play well once Kevin Durant started actually getting really big as a star. Once Ibaka and Durant started making names for themselves alongside Russell Westbrook, all of a sudden Russell Westbrook's play started to decline. He started to have a lot of turnovers. He started to get into a lot of arguments. All mm-hmm. of a sudden Durant leaves, Ibaka leaves. All of a sudden, Russell Westbrook triple double machine in OKC. He breaking, he breaking Oscar Robinson. That sounds record. like a coaching problem. No, that it's sounds not like a coach problem. It, it doesn't in sound Houston. like a player problem to me. In, so you're telling like, me that sounds like hold on. a coach can't handle having. So that you're much telling me three different coaches, three different coaches on three different teams in three different cities. And you can't or, properly, and I don't really think that you could properly assess that because if you look at where KD went. He went to Golden State where he wasn't expected to be the guy. You get what I'm saying? But he plays well with others. Hello. KD plays well with others. Russell Westbrook does not. He did not play well once Durant. I think you guys are being biased. I don't think that it's a I'm not being. I don't agree with with what he's saying as far as. But but hold on. Whether you agree or not, the, the evidence is there. Again, Houston. Uh, but Houston. the thing is, I, I he think didn't that, play I well in Houston. A, I think it's a skewed. I think it's the a Houston skewed argument. It's not his. It's not his fault. Houston is not his fault. But nothing's his fault. No, nothing's Houston, ever Russell Westbrook. I understand fault. in Houston they only had one big man and he wasn't a big man. It was. Yeah, I'm not football. talking about the big man. Who was he playing he, with? He would no. With James Harden and a bunch of scrubs. What you expect? He does not play <laughs> well with other stars. Think about. I the don't think that's. A, I think that's a skewed argument because to be honest with you. Anybody who plays with with uh, Steph and Clay, the pressure is off of them for being that person. You get what I'm saying? Because you already have two people 
who have to be that person. I think Russell Westbrook would have excelled in that system the same way Durant did. I'll say that. The Number only place two. Russell Westbrook has ever excelled is when he somebody, played by himself with a bunch of scrubs in Oklahoma City. I don't agree with that either, but... Look at the stats. Look at the stats. The only time that Russell Westbrook stats. has ever excelled is when he played in Oklahoma City by himself. By himself. When he went no, to Houston, it didn't work. He's in L.A. It's not working. When he was in OKC with Durant, near the tail end of Durant's time in OKC... He all of a sudden started falling off a cliff. Everybody's like, where was Russell Westbrook? We got rid of Harden so Westbrook could be the guy with Durant. All of a sudden, Westbrook is starting to slide that into, into obscurity. All of a sudden, Durant leaves. Westbrook turns into Oscar Robinson 3.5. Well, no, 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 no. We have to move on. We got to move on. We got to move on. We got to move on. This is a topic we could talk about. This is what right. I'm saying. And I wanted to ahead, address man. both go of ahead. them. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. I wanted to address both of them. First thing with, with, with Tavia's assessment of if Russell Westbrook would have wanted to go to State Warriors, he would have flourished. I don't agree with that because Russell Westbrook is not a good decision maker. As a point guard, he's not a good decision maker. And in order to be in in, in um on the go to state warriors, they move the ball too much. Russell Westbrook does not know how to move the ball that much. Granted, he 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 was averaging 10 assists at the, his MVP a year. Doesn't mean that he's a good ball movement, a, 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 a good decision maker or a ball mover. And you need to be that on the Golden State Warriors. That's where Kevin Durant fit in. Kevin Durant flourished because he doesn't need the ball as much. He's not ball dominant. He can touch the ball probably like seven times and still come off with 25 or 28 points per game. So I don't agree with that assessment. As far as Russell Westbrook being the reason that Kevin Durant left or all this uh, and and being the, the the like, like he's not as he he was like tail spinning towards the end. I don't agree with that either because when they made the finals, the, Russell Westbrook showed up. He was averaging 25, 25 points per game, six six rebounds and like eight assists in the finals against that Miami Heat team. Kevin Durant showed up. Russell Westbrook, yeah, he played like trash game two, but he made up for that for the rest of that series. The only person that did not show up was James Harden. Question. So I don't I, – I, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Go ahead. I'm just saying question. Now, as far as the Houston Russell Westbrook, there wasn't that much that they can do when your whole roster is depleted and your tallest guy is six foot nine going against the Lakers team that had Anthony Davis, Dwight Howard, and LeBron James. What were you expecting that was going to happen? It wasn't going to work. And that's and we all we all criticized Mike D'Antoni's system. It wasn't going to work. We all knew it wasn't going to work. And Washington, he just had Bradley Bill, and he still got them to the point where they made the playoffs. So my one question before we go before we move on to the next topic, Matt, and you don't have to answer it now. But here's my one question: Go ahead. When Oklahoma City made the finals, the finals that you're talking about. Yeah. Was Russell was Russell Westbrook at that moment in time, prior to him showing out in the finals, considered a seminal NBA megastar? No. Exactly. It wasn't until after his star blew up that he became a number one guy that all of a sudden it st- he started having issues playing with people who were also megastars. Because it was after that. That all of a sudden Durant and KD 
couldn't coexist. It the was thing is Paul George is not a megastar. Victor Oladipo is not a megastar. Bradley Bill is a megastar. James Harden is a megastar. Kevin Durant is a megastar. Uh, uh, Anthony Davis and, and LeBron James, those are megastars. But all those people are people Russell Westbrook has played with, the exception of Paul George and all of that. He's played with he's played with Durant. All of a sudden Durant leaves, he turns into 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 Oscar Robertson meets meets MJ. MVP. Right? Because it was he more relied that. on him to do more than what he was supposed to. He wasn't then he goes to one guy when Kevin Durant was there. Right. Then he goes to Houston. He can't coexist with James Harden. Because they're exactly. thinking, oh my God, we put Harden. And we put Harden and Westbrook Pete, together. We gotta have an unstoppable I don't think guard compare. Pete, I think that's the Houston Rockets offense is, is is running gun. He's not a good shooter. By no stretch of the imagination is Russell Westbrook a good shooter. That is what Mike D'Antoni's system is. So he was gonna fail ultimately in that system. We already knew that. You're talking about a guy that shoots forty or thirty, no, thirty percent from the three point line and under sixty from the free throw line. He's not gonna succeed in that offense. We knew that. Come on, that's not that's not a fair assessment. You know that, and I know that he wasn't. He was he was built to fail in that system, and then he's on the Lakers, where it's a defensive mind old ass team. He's not he's a failed good in four out of five systems. I can't fully blame. At him what point that. is he not the common denominator? He four the out of five he, systems. He's part of the problem, but he's not the full problem, especially when it comes to the Lakers. Frank Vogel's the problem. Anthony Davis is the problem. Russell West. Frank Vogel brought him to a title last year. Okay. Brought who to a title last year? They didn't Sorry, now, Frank Vogel brought him to the playoffs. In the freaking bubble. In a bubble where a lot of these teams were depleted. You got to relax. Like, we got to be realistic with this. And that was a defensive mind team. They were a good defensive team. They were get, they were re, they were out-rebounding teams. So that is an assessment. But now it's a different. That's a whole different roster from what we see today. You got to you got to look at you, you asking old ass players that were not used to playing defense from gate to play defense. It's not going to work, bro. It's not. I'm sorry, it's not. It is what it is. I don't fully blame Russell Westbrook for 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 the for the for the problems that the Lakers are having right now. It was the reason that is the way that they built that team. They should have never went for Russell Westbrook. From gate because he does not fit with LeBron James and Anthony Davis. It is what it is. I agree with you, Matt. I just feel like Russell Westbrook. I don't. I don't think that he doesn't play well with others. I feel like he's been in systems that don't play to his strengths, and I feel as if this is another system that doesn't play to his strengths. And I think that the adjustments are not being made at the right time. The Lakers as a whole are doing terrible. So given the, the, the wealth of talent that they do have, given the wealth of the experience of LeBron, you get what I'm saying, and stuff like that, like, you you expect more. And you expect more out of your entire roster, not just Russell Westbrook. And when you get back to the OKC times, they were, they were the original tandem before um, Stephen, Curry, Stephen Clay became that tandem. You know what I'm saying? Everybody saw that Russell Westbrook and Kevin Durant were going to be the next coming of, of the league. And like I said, I feel like Kevin Durant plays well with others because he's out there to be less than what is I felt what was always expected of Westbrook. I feel like Westbrook was expected to be more than what his skills could, could take him. 
agree. Agreed, agreed, agreed. So moving forward, um, pick five this week. I put my foot in my mouth about uh, the Bills and the Patriots, but I'll gladly stand 10 toes down on that one because Matt wasn't keeping the same energy. So um, right now the standings go as follows. BK Matt in first place. Me, Tay, and Pete are holding down second place. Everything is within a game, and this week's games are a lot harder than last week's. Way so, harder. without further ado, let's get into pick five. One, two, three, four, five. So, um, we're going to jump right in. Um, first of all, fuck the Cowboys. First and foremost. Fuck the Cowboys. Um, Yo, I have we- never heard so much analysis in a week mm-hmm. about... I, I've, I've learned so much about what a referee has to do before a play has to begin <laughs> and referee touching yeah. the ball and who can, yo I have never heard oh, so much never about ever. a referee having to touch the ball before the play officially begins and oh usually there's a gap here between this lineman and that lineman that's all everyone's been talking about this week I've never heard any of that in my life <laughs> I'm causing him to lose his job that's my that's my take on it. Mike McCarthy got to go and just he gotta sit go. down. <laughs> like, that is just, horrible. He just needs to have a seat. Yeah. But um, a team that didn't uh, that had a tough time last week is um, the Cincinnati Bengals. They won their first playoff game in 31 years. But um, that Raiders team held tough all the way to the end. Which we knew didn't we? We knew they would. I mean, and I don't Listen, think that was, the hard, that was an easy game. I must say, I don't think shout Pete won his money because Jamar Chase didn't get a touchdown. Nah, I got yeah, I lost some money on that one. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> shout out, shout out to the Raiders though for a making the playoffs with everything that has happened to them and mm-hmm. almost getting past the wild card round of the playoffs. Um, you know, I wanted Cincinnati to win. Obviously, picked them. I thought they were mm-hmm. the better team, but. But right. for the, the Las Vegas Raiders to even be in this spot, first of all, big thanks mm-hmm. to Brandon Staley and the Los Angeles Chargers for making that possible. But uh, big ups to the Raiders for putting themselves in, in the position <laughs> to almost win that wild card game. Right. right. Yo, is going to kill knows, you, Jizzy, I swear. Everybody knows, mm-hmm. everybody knows almost doesn't count. So not shouting out anybody who didn't win. Absolutely, absolutely, especially the dumbass Cowboys. <laughs> Still, them boys, I, though. I told you, though. Like, I so freaking told you, though. You told no, me, they're them bums. Hold we on, hold. Mm-hmm. they're not them boys, they're, they're them not. bums. There's a yeah. difference. The Cowboys are bums, and I think there was a question that are they any better than any other terrible team? Yes, they are, but. It's the same result. Almost doesn't count. So that's all I got to say about that. Pick five. Ooh, first game, please. First game, Bengals, Titans. Derrick Henry is starting. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that that's big news to know that Derrick Henry will be uh, – ex- well, he's expected to start versus Cincinnati, I should say. 
Uh, yeah, well, be I'm active. I'm expected to to drive, so I'm going with the Bengals. <laughs> I'm gonna. This take might cost me. This might cost me my whatever. But I'm I'm I've been riding the Joe Burrow train for two years now, and I'm not mm-hmm. gonna get off yet. Yeah, I hear you. There's a real tiger. I'm gonna take the Titans. I'm gonna take the Titans. Pete. This is this is a very, very tough game. Um Titans are favored by four points. Um, but they're also, you know, and they're seven and two at home. They're playing in Tennessee. They had a really good season. Um, but I don't know. Der- Derrick Henry, I it's feel coming like. Off an don't expect No, I much. know that. But I feel like I didn't hear too much of him about him being as dominant as much this year. Um, Ryan Tannehill is still Ryan Tannehill. Um, Loki bar. You know, and. And Tennessee, I mean, I mean, they're, they're, when you look at their last five games, they allowed Houston to score 25 points against them and only won that game by three. Uh, mm-hmm. They beat, they killed Miami, which is really the only blowout that they've had outside of Jacksonville. Pittsburgh, they only, they lost to Pittsburgh by six points and they barely beat San Francisco. Uh, I'm going to, you know what? I'm going to put my money where my mouth is and I'm going to take Cincinnati to win this game. Mm. Titans have been tough. I mean, Titans have had a lot of tough games this year. They only beat Seattle by three points in overtime in week two. Barely beat Indy. They lost to the Jets. Mm -hmm. You know, they played two games against Jacksonville and only, you know, they, they allowed Jacksonville to score 19 points against them in week five. They barely beat Buffalo. Their biggest win this entire year is beating Kansas City in week seven, 27 to three. Otherwise, all of their games are within two touchdowns. They they lost to Houston. They got killed by New England, and Tannehill only threw for 93 yards. Yeah. I think a lot needs to be said to Tennessee for even remaining a contender with a good portion of their roster being hurt. So I think that needs to be commended. Um, they didn't have Julio for a good portion. They didn't have Derrick Henry for like the latter part of the season. So for them to be in the position that they're in now, it says a lot, right? But again, uh, Derrick Henry is coming off of injury. I'm not expecting too much from him. Um, but I'm with Tay. Like, it's hard to deny Joe Burrow what he's what – he, in 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 um in the way that he's been playing lately, and not even just lately for like the last few seasons. So I'm going with Cincinnati. All right, I'll be the odd man out, and I will again. I will take the Titans. I think that um, I'm a fan of King of Henry. No, it's not even it's not even Henry because if I uh, Henry killed me in fantasy, so it's definitely not that. It's <laughs> right, and it killed my entire season. So, plus, I didn't draft too good in fantasy this year. But um, fantasy sucks. I think that fantasy sucks for you. 
But I'm talking about well, this I year think, it shouldn't have been. These well, damn injuries think, killing well, me right now. What I'm thinking is that the wide receiver core for Tennessee Julio. is a lot more. Julio and AJ are a lot more explosive than just Jamar Chase over there. And not saying now they nothing. have more than just Jamar Chase. Let me thing. finish. Let me finish. I'm not. I'm, but Jamar Chase is the number one. That's the first option. Tannehill has a couple first options. You feel me? And do we really trust the Bengals? Do we trust the Bengals secondary to be able to hold these these two? Tannehill is an average quarterback. That's the thing. I think yeah, Cincinnati has a decent defense. They're a little mm-hmm. bit more lax than than I'd like them to be. They play a little mm-hmm. bit. They they play a little bit more risky than I want them to play. Mm-hmm. But you've got Joe Mixon. You've got Jamar Chase. You've got Tyler Boyd, who's kind of been the forgotten wide receiver over there. You do have C.J. Uzma, uh, the tight end, who's really been coming coming into his own. You know, and and Joe Burrow's just. He reminds Thank you, Ashley. Thank you. He's average. He's average. Joe Burrow, Joe Burrow reminds me I wish of Ashley those was 90s here. I wish Ashley was here earlier. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> He's talking about her team. He Joe, so Joe Burrow just but, reminds but me I, of one of those quarterbacks who's going to fling the ball. Joe Burrow is going to fling that ball down the field. He reminds me of one of those old school quarterbacks mm-hmm. that he going to throw to his arm falls off. Absolutely. But in oh, she said stop it. He said, "Stop it." We got to get you we, back on, though. Yeah, we, we definitely got to get you back on. We're gonna talk. We're gonna talk about your Cowboys. We're gonna talk about your Cowboys. So it's all good. Remember what you said last the time Cowboys. about the boys. <laughs> <laughs> it's still your boys, though. Yours, but I, I again, I don't mind being an odd man out on this one. Um, Niners Packers. Ooh. Matt, you're going to be start hard. This one. Matt, you got to you got to keep the same energy as you did. You got to keep the same energy with this one. I'm but. keeping the same energy. I'm going to pick the Packers, but I'm not going to say that this is going to be easy for me either, because it's it's pretty much the same, the same reasoning as last week when I was telling y'all that I would not be surprised if the Niners beat the Cowboys because they are trash when it comes to defending the rush. Green Bay is trash. Is Bosa as well. playing? Huh? Bosa, yes. uh yes, Bosa will be playing. Yeah. I'm taking the 49ers. I'm gonna take the Packers. Taking the Packers too, because you know that man is over there. No, I'm just yeah, keeping Bosa the same energy. I'm just keeping the same energy from last week. I still don't believe in the 49ers. So. I don't believe I, I I like I said, they're a difficult team. To, to, to pit against, especially if you know that the defense is lax. And Green Bay's defense is very lax. Mm. They can't do much to the rushing offense. Pretty much like the Cowboys couldn't do shit to, to Debo last week. They couldn't do a damn thing to that man. I'm sorry. It just It is what it is. But I'm going mm. with Green Bay. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised if I upset though. I wouldn't be. And who you got, Pete? I'm going to take Green Bay uh, just because San Francisco does not intrigue me. They don't wow me. Uh, I can't really name a player on the San Francisco 49ers that's not Joey Bosa, Debo Samuel, or Jimmy Garoppolo. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I that's enough. I, I, um, that's enough. 
Yeah, it yeah, you just like named it. a whole bunch of bodies. Like, like. It's, it's possible, Jersey. It's, po- it's I mean, very listen, possible. They, their defense, here's the thing. Their defense doesn't really strike the fear of God into me like some defenses have. Like the 2000 Ravens defense. Like some of those great Ravens defense. Like some of those great Bears defenses. Um, Like some of the de- – even Tay's Giants have had some great defenses – that literally have put the fear of God into me when I see that defense line up across the field. And the San Francisco defense really just doesn't do that to me, no matter how much people say that they're really, really good. Um, Their defense is not that good. We're not doing that. (laughs) We're we're not doing that. No, but people talk about the San Francisco 49er defense. As if they're going to just – Hello, they were in the – they were in the Super Bowl the year before last. Like, are we going to forget about that? When was the last was time the Packers was in the what Super Bowl? Yeah, well, for, uh, up until the second half, they were beating the the, the spit out of the, the, the Chiefs. Yeah, and they lost. Um, yeah, I, I, but, you know, when was the last time? When was the last time the Packers was in the Super Bowl? Here we go. It's we been know. a while, but I'm, gonna, Rogers, I'm just asking. asking. Stop it. I just want to know. Why. I just, it's I really a, just want to know. It's a good I'm question. It's not a good. Really y'all just gonna go back to the fact that he doesn't talk to his parents. I'm tired. No, of no. Gonna, this I wasn't gonna, gonna do it this go, time. I definitely wasn't no, gonna do it this time. But since you brought it up, since you brought it up, Matt, listen. Aaron, Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers may not like vaccines. He may not like talking to his parents, and he may not like a lot of things. He may not do a lot of things right. But you know what Aaron Rodgers does do right? He throws the damn football very, very, very well. At a, at a, and at he a knows how to play. At a great accuracy. And, and, and he knows how to play. He knows how to play in the cold weather of Lambeau Field. Okay, next and game. so I'm taking Lambeau and Aaron Rodgers over the San Francisco 49ers. Yep. Yeah, and I bet you he he takes a Thanksgiving with by himself over one with his family too. (laughs) (laughs) I don't I don't doubt that, Tay. I don't doubt that. That's funny. All right, all right, all right. Dre, who did you take? I took the Packers. He took the Packers. Look, I might change my pick depending on how I feel. My Tavy over there riding with Jimmy G. You should be ashamed of yourself right now. Jimmy G over here. I'm Aaron not riding Rogers. with anybody. I said I might change my pick. <laughs> I could care less. It's probably negative 20 in Green Bay. Yeah, but, I, I said I want to see what the game time temperature is gonna well, be in the, Green Bay tomorrow. The next game, Rams versus Bucks. Ooh. Ooh. I don't like I don't like betting against Tom Brady. Ever? I'm going to do it this time. I'm <laughs> doing it this time. I'm sorry. I think the Rams was built for this game. They were constructed for this game. She said but 10 Matthew, degrees. But Matthew Stafford. Ashley said 10 degrees that game. <laughs> yeah. You do remember that Garoppolo played in, um, in, um, in New the England? Northeast before. It's been cold, so I don't know what that got to do with anything. But with this game, you said, Matt, you taking the, the Rams? Yeah, I'm going with the Rams. I think you're going to regret that. I know I will. <laughs> I know I will. But I just – I like the way that Stratford and um, 
and OBJ played well together the other night, and it just it just inspired me. Yeah, he didn't. <laughs> you know, Ashley got to relax. She really got. She doing too much. <laughs> Ashley said he didn't play. He stood. Got to relax. I mean, she's um, not lying. She isn't. But again, this is this is, and I agree with Drizzy. This is more or less a game where it can make or break Matthew Stafford. Is he as good as everybody makes him out to be? Because this Rams team was literally constructed for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So. Let's put up a shut up. I'm going with I'm going with the Rams. Okay. I'm going with the Bucks. I've been riding the Tom Brady cruise since last year, and I'm going to stay on it. Okay. Pete, taking the Rams. Uh, I think exactly what what uh what what Matt said is is accurate. The one thing that we have always known throughout the entirety of Tom Brady's career that uh, has been Tom Brady's kryptonite, has been a fast and dangerous defensive front. And that is the one thing that these Rams do have. They have a very dangerous, very hard-hitting, very fast defensive front. Um, and so I don't think this is as much. Yes, I do agree with what Andre is saying about how this is going to be something that Stafford is going to be, that's going to be weighed heavily against Stafford. But I honestly don't think this is a game that's about Stafford. I honestly think this is a game on whether or not the Rams' defense can do exactly what they were constructed to do, and that is wreak havoc on the offensive line and rush Tom Brady into bad passes and and get him antsy in the pocket. This is not a game for Stafford to win. This is a game for that defense to win. And it's going to be very interesting to see if they uh, do that. No, 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 no. I have to respectfully and disrespectfully disagree with you on that. Because the, the only narrative that's going to come out that game is if Matthew Stafford can hang with the big boys. Because yeah. there's been a couple of times where the Rams have been in do-or-die situations and died. In 500 feet. This is supposed to be a shootout, regardless of any – both high power – It shouldn't be, though. Now with that defense that the Rams got. It shouldn't be. Tom Brady has a sniper rifle and, and Stafford has a pistol. Yeah, but no, he doesn't. Stafford has always been considered to have one of the best arms in the game. What I'm what, what I'm saying is he has weapons. That's the problem. That's that's what we're trying to tell you. But it's, it's the same thing. It's the same thing as Ryan Tannehill. He has to get him there. Yeah. But Stafford has I a lot not, better of an Stafford's a better quarterback Stafford than Tannehill is on any day. I wouldn't do that. Ever. I get. I'll give. I'll give him that. But also, Stafford is is big. And he's got the best the wide rest. receiver in the game. I understand that, but he's throwing interceptions in the end zone half the games. You got to finish Yo, the plays. Who's the best wide receiver? Who's the best wide receiver in the game? Cooper, Cooper Cup, Cup was the best wide receiver in the NFL this year. Dante Alvin. Okay, you no, oh, Cooper Cup okay. was the best wide receiver in the NFL. He was so that is so white privilege. To you. No, the numbers say he was say the Cooper best Cup. wide receiver in the NFL. Look, Are you I'm, saying OBJ is the best wide receiver in the NFL? I did not say that at all. I don't know who, who said that. Now, I didn't oh. say that shit. No, I, I said that. I said I Adams. Adams. I said oh. Adams. Devontae well, Adams? Look. Yes. Not a Are you serious? Cooper Cup was first in receptions, first in yards, first in touchdowns. 
He had he was wanna, number I'm, one I'm, across I'm, the board in I the NFL everybody this that's, year. That's watching this, y'all better tell me who the better receiver is. It's white privilege. 145 receptions, almost 2,000 yards receiving, and 16 touchdowns for Cooper Cup. He was the number one ranked wide receiver in every major receiving category. I'm playing with Matthew Stafford. Now, hold on. Talk about Devontae Adams. Second in receptions with 123. Okay. Second in receptions. Third in, I just don't think third in yards at 1553, and he only had 11 touchdowns, which is good for fifth in the league. He was the five touchdowns below Cooper Cup, yeah, this 400 is yards below this him, a, and 25 receptions below him. So is, is, is Dante Adams' fault that Aaron Rodgers getting everybody else involved? Wow. Hold on, and, and Green Bay ain't never have a running game. So you know Green Bay always throwing the ball. But they got a running game in, 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 in Los Angeles. To, I was about to say, you trying to play? You trying to play Dylan? Is that what you doing right now? You trying to say you trash? Is that what you saying? I mean, I ain't is, saying is that, that they running game striking the field out of anybody. Aaron Aaron Rodgers could never be. Let me just make this clear: Aaron Rodgers could never be trash. I'll I'll, I'll say that Devontae Adams can never be trash either. Mm-hmm. So I would I would never disrespect Aaron. I don't I don't agree with how he his with a lot of things about Aaron Rodgers. I do feel like this is his year. I tell you, he has until this year for me to put that overrated tag on him because it don't matter until you win the big dance to me. He only won it once. Yes. All right. Everybody's saying and Matthew Cooper Stafford, right, I got you. Be with you. I'm wrong. But at the end of the day, with Cooper Cup, Cooper, Cooper Cup is up there. He's an elite level wide receiver. But I do feel yeah. like them getting OB, OBGYN. Odell Beckham Jr. <laughs> put them on a different stratosphere. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, I think, no, you're not wrong there. You're not wrong there, Queen. I mean, getting OBJ and getting a motivated OBJ, which I think is always a big, th- a, a big thing, getting a motivated OBJ who really wants to, who really wants to play, it helps OBGYN. take a lot of that pressure off of Cooper Cup. Uh, and even with that said, he was still double teamed on most routes last week in that wild card game. I just think that I, I think that when Matt brought up about it's not Aaron Rodgers' fault that he's getting everybody else involved, well, Matt Stafford had to do the same thing. He has to get Odell Beckham involved. You're gonna have a he just unhappy- got there. You gotta relax. He just got Tom there. Brady. Tom Brady get everybody involved. His tight end yeah. came up to him like, "Yo, I need five catches and a touchdown." And guess what bonus. he did? Guess what he did? Gave him five catches and a touchdown and a for touchdown. the bonus. Like, 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 we really, we just want to segue to Tom Brady. That's what we doing right now. Dre, who you picking? I am picking the Rams. Oh shit! I didn't see that coming. I didn't see I that coming. You going against Tom Brady? You? Yeah. I feel like this is going to be the week that, that Tavia freaking takes over. I really, I really do feel like this is the week. Because she's going against the grain. Listen, I, 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 I did that I that. did that in the playoff. I did that in the playoffs last year and end up being out Pete. <laughs> That's all that matters. I wasn't last. <laughs> so. I just think the Rams legit was built to combat. Tom Brady and the Buccaneers because this defensive we all line know, was. Yeah, so we all know the Buccaneers are stacked, but they're missing two key receivers. So that that just, it, I like, like I said, it's 
this is going to be the game that can that's really going to make or break Matthew Stafford, and that and that watch just them, watch them it, activate Antonio Brown them all. Man, get the fuck out of here! Not with that fucked up ankle, and not with him trashing Tom Brady on every every media platform there is. Well, this game is probably going to be slight um, have some you know slightly harder Bills versus Chiefs. We just saw what the what the Bills did. And we just saw what the Chiefs did. Six both kinda... straight orange drives. Yeah, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> did you see the pregame? The pregame, um, the pregame pep talk that that was given in Buffalo. Yeah. Can I that just was say one that of the greatest things I've ever seen? Can I just say that Josh Allen could do the same exact thing to that Kansas City defense? I just want to throw that out there. He very much could do the same damn thing. It's just the fact that Patrick Mahomes does get on the floor, get on the field eventually. I mean, he it did it tough. to them in week five. He did it to them in week five when he beat them 38 to 20 and threw for 315 yards. That's what I'm saying. He can he can do the same exact thing. It's just a matter of what? it's just a matter of what Kansas City team are we gonna see? Because I've seen I agree I'm, with you hundred percent, Matt. Yeah. Yeah, people forgot. People, people slept on. People slept on the Bills because they went on a four game, on a four uh, on about uh, they went on a three game losing streak in the middle of the season against a really bad team. Right? They lost to Jacksonville. They lost. They got blown out by Indy. Then they then they lost back to back weeks to Tampa Bay in overtime and New England. So a lot of people started sleeping on them. And Allen had some rough games, um, but. They had multiple four-game winning streaks this year. Mm-hmm. They had two four-game winning streaks this year. They've only lost back-to-back games once this year. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's how the hell do you remember all of that? <laughs> I don't even remember none of that. Like he's like a calc- he, he literally like a computer. I remember like. like I, I, honestly, I'm gonna rock the grain. I will. I'm a very big Patrick Mahomes fan. Kelsey. Love him, hell, love him, but, but <laughs> again, like it's it's the sentiments of what I said with the last game with Stratford is exactly like this with Allen. He was a touchdown away last last year from going to the Super Bowl, so I feel like this is going to be the season. This is the the the, the year where we're going to go into the next season and going to say that. Josh Allen is the team to beat. Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills is going to be the team to beat. Um, so, we've been trying to say that for the past. We've been trying to say that for the past three seasons. No, I'm talking we've about been, that. Div- but, you know, to be honest with you, but to be honest with you, this is the Bills need to beat the the Chiefs. Yeah. Do I think they're going to beat the Chiefs? I don't. I don't. I don't see it. But you know, they 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 smacked. Um, the Patriots, they were supposed to smack the Patriots uh, last week. <laughs> Anything less would have been uncivilized. Anything less. Sorry. You get what I'm saying? But I do feel like the the Bills, you can't keep counting them out either. Uh, eventually, they're going to prove you right. That, you know, that they are where they're supposed to be. They're supposed to be. But I hate it had to be them, and I hate it had to be going against the Chiefs. Yeah. So... Um, it's interesting because in week in week seven, 
after Kansas City lost to Tennessee 27 to 3 and mm-hmm. Kansas City was 3 and 4 uh us and a lot of people a lot of people around the sports world had a lot of doubts about Kansas City a lot of doubts after that after that game and I then still do. hold on I and still then, have doubts but then, but then we may still have doubts, but a lot of people in the sports world all of a sudden started drinking the Kool-Aid again. Why? Because the because the Chiefs went on an eight-game winning streak. From week eight to week 16, they did not lose a single game. But what that people that, 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 was real, that was a real quiet the teams that they played. Too. Yeah. But that, that's what I'm about to say, Matt. The there was teams they were supposed team, to beat. The toughest team they played in that eight-game winning streak was the Green Bay Packers, and they only won that game 13-7. to And Mahomes only threw Still for 166 yards. I, right? I think I think we're, do, we're using this only as disrespect. It is. I don't know. I'm, gonna, I'm using it to prove this point, Tay. I've had my doubts about Kansas City Can from the beginning to- of the year. Nothing they've done this year has changed those doubts. In that eight-game winning streak, they beat the Giants. They beat the Raiders. They beat the Cowboys. They beat the Broncos. They beat the Raiders again. And they you beat acting, Hold on, hold on, hold on. You see? You see? You going all around the world, and you just disproved your point before you even got to it. Look at the teams that you named. The Cowboys are in the – believe it or not, they're bums and, and all that stuff like that, but the, they were – the Cowboys were supposed to win that game. That's number one. If the Chiefs are as bad as we say they are compared to what they're supposed to be. The only the only team in that that I heard that they should have won that game was against the Giants. Because all those and other they barely teams won were, that. were playoff contending. 20 all to 17. Other teams were playoff contending. Oh my goodness. Oh, every other team that they played were in were just in the playoffs. That's or a fact. Currently in the playoffs right now. That's a fact. But they were third wild except for the Giants. With the exception of Dallas. You're making it, you're making it seem you're making it so what? This still it's still the playoffs. You're making it seem like that they played against the Jets, the Jaguars, you know what I'm saying? The Texans. They played against the Raiders. They played against who was just who who gave Cincinnati a run for their money last week. They played against the Cowboys, which that was their team last. They beat themselves more than the 49ers beat them. You get what I'm saying? Like you said, Tennessee. To, you, you, and, and Dre is favoring Tennessee to, to to win their game. You get what I'm saying? So no, they lost to Tennessee. That was before people. the win streak started. Yeah, but you mentioned they got smacked by Tennessee. But you mentioned them though. Or of the teams that you mentioned, I didn't see not one easy. The only easy team I saw them beating was the Giants. The other ones, the what you're you're disproving your point just by saying those games. It it it, it was better. That eight game winning streak was better than Arizona's. Was better than Green um, Pittsburgh's last year. Said the Cowboys. So let's let's yeah. put some respect on let's put some respect on that team for getting it together across different playoff contending teams. They didn't play scrubs like the Jets. Really, like I, I, I can't, I, I, I can't, <laughs> I can't give Kansas City. Uh, I, I can honestly say I can't give Kansas City the kind of respect that Tay wants me to give them. Um, even though I understand Tay's point, I can't. No, do but that. your your point your point makes absolutely no sense. That's what I think. Their their schedule has shown that they are they are what we think they are. They have a leaky, leaky, leaky That's defense. Hard. I mean, leaky. 
okay? And the offense is not as high-powered and just blowing everybody out this year because even in all of these games against teams that were supposed to win, they were either barely able to score points or they only beat their opponents by a touchdown or less. And I can't see that. I don't see that happening but against Buffalo. Only, but the, the thing is, the, the thing is, the only is problematic, though, because they only beat these teams. They still beat them. They still beat them. I, I don't. And I don't think that we came into this season thinking that the the Kansas City Chiefs were anything like they were supposed to be. Last year proved in the Super Bowl that they weren't that team anymore. And I think. Well, we didn't. We Buffalo. didn't, but they were the number one ranked team. Everybody had them pegged to go to the Super Bowl. We didn't. Us four. I don't believe but- that. I believe everybody was talking about. Everybody's just been riding the Bucks hotels. They've been riding the Bucks and the Bills all year long. The Bucks and the Bills. Even last year, the Bucks and the Bills. And I do not count. Let's let's be clear. You can't count out Patrick Mahomes the same way you can't count out Tom Brady. He's on that elite level. He is. All I'm saying is it speaks to what you guys think. Well, take him. Yeah. Well, all I'm saying is, I said earlier, and I said earlier before, like with the, when when we started with this game right now, right? It depends on what Kansas City team we're going to see, because we've seen three different formations of them so far this season. So. Like to to piggyback off of what you two guys just said, as far as when we started this season, Tay may have heard Bills and Buccaneers, but I've heard the rematch between Patrick Mahomes and Tom Brady from sun up to sundown until they went on that losing streak. And then again, we started we started sitting there thinking, what is going on with this Kansas City team? The only a lot of us were saying the only reason they lost in the Super Bowl was because that old line was depleted. And there was nothing that it was. And Patrick Mahomes was playing on an injury. This is all that everybody kept saying. So everybody was 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 heavy on the Tom Brady versus Patrick Mahomes in the rematch for the Super Bowl. This is what I, I was hearing. Now, ultimately, I still am on. I'm still of sound in mind of the Kansas City Chiefs are the team to beat, but I'm not going to sleep on Josh Allen and the Buffalo Bills. That's that's just where I'm at. So, like I said, this game can go either way. It depends. I agree solely with that. On what, it, it depends solely on what Kansas City team we're going to see, and the fact that we haven't seen a steady diet of that powerhouse Kansas City Chiefs team this this season. I'm going with Buffalo. That's just me. It's not to disrespect Patrick Mahomes or the Chiefs or Andy Reid because I got love for that team to a degree because I like the way that they play, but. I'm going with Buffalo. I'm going with Buffalo because Josh Allen has been undeniable so far in in, in this postseason and in, in, in the latter part of the season. I'm just going with that. Begrudgingly, I'm going with Buffalo only because Patrick Mahomes has this magical thing when teams are up by 10, he turns Super Saiyan, and all of a sudden he wins games. That, But I do feel that the Buffalo Bills can withstand that. But again, it goes back to your, your guys' points about what Kansas City are we getting? Are they going to be able to protect Patrick Mahomes? Because the, the Bills' defense, their front line isn't slouches either. At all. There ain't nothing to fuck with. So, right. and, and that's what I'm saying. And that O-line has been kind of 
shaky at best. Mm-hmm. Patrick Mahomes has oh. been put on his ass a good amount this season. So, I mean, it's, so it's like you really don't know if he's going to get the proper protection in this game because this could be a very much inspired Buffalo Bills team because they know how close they got last season. They well, know how a lot close of people they didn't see it. A lot of people didn't see it in the wild card game. We didn't see a lot of it because we didn't have to. But people forget Josh Allen does not have to beat you with his arm. The boy can run, and the boy has been known to run and score touchdowns with his legs. So it's going to be very interesting to see how he takes advantage of that Kansas City defense by using his legs to run. So to wrap this segment up, um, Bills, me, Bills, Matt. I have Tay. the Bills. We just don't know who Tay has currently. And Tay, who do you have? No, the Bills and, and the Chiefs. Not the, you got the game oh, for she said, she said she's not going against Patrick Mahomes. I could have sworn I heard her say that. That doesn't mean she's gonna that doesn't mean she's gonna necessarily pick the Chiefs. When is that game? Tomorrow. Tomorrow. I'll wait. I'll see how I feel when I sleep on it. That game is tomorrow, 6 30. Okay. So yeah. I'll see how I feel. By the way, in a live score update, Bengals are up th- uh, I believe they're up three nothing. On the Tennessee Titans already. All right, let's go Titans. But still, but um, yeah, the this Titans week makes... could pull out the Titans could pull out a miracle. They can. They're known for upsets. The Music City Miracle. This week. Oh, will make... by the way, by the way, Hold Tannehill's on, me... already thrown an interception. Of course, fucking course, <laughs> of course. Anyway, <laughs> anyway, anyway. So, what's the average? This... Y'all... This week we make or break make or break the pick five because next week we only have um two games left. <laughs> yeah, it depends because right now, Dre, you have one pick different. Tay has two picks different. Uh, mm-hmm. and then depends on who she picks with Buffalo. So it's that Buffalo game. You know, this is gonna be very interesting. I think me and Matt have uh me and Matt have all the same picks. So even mm. if uh, even if we both all win, I'm still a game behind Matt. Right. So gonna be very interesting. Yeah, I'm. I'm like I said. I'm just hoping the game I picked that Matt didn't pick. <laughs> if if, if Matt one. goes four and zero, if Matt goes four and zero, then the the very least that would happen is it's gonna be Matt me, and then either you and Tay tied, or there may be a one game difference between third and fourth. But if Matt goes four and zero, that's that's what will happen. Yeah, that's um, it. If, if Matt, Matt will retain first place. Uh, yeah, and or it'll be another tie again. At, <laughs> I'm not doing no <laughs> trivia, nothing. Kiss my ass. I'll pick it. it. I, I'll make sure I pick something else. It's not. But nah, um, seen in the court or something. Anyway, <laughs> shit. anyway, um, quick hits. We haven't done this in a couple weeks, and the way hey, you did guys, last, I have to. I have to jump. Okay, Queen. Bye. Thank you for joining us later. So, quick hits. The way you did it before, Pete, is the way you always going to do it. <laughs> nah, we needed we needed Tavy here with the gun or something. Like, <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I got the gun this time. <laughs> I Pete, the mute button worked. Let's go. <laughs> All right, let's get it popping. <laughs>
What's up, everybody? Welcome to Quick Hits for the week of Saturday, January 22nd. And let's start in the Major League Baseball. As we know, the Major League Baseball Players Association and the league have been locked out since December the 2nd. But the Players Association will be bringing a counteroffer to the league this week. We hope that they can make opening day. March 31st is the scheduled opening day. The lockout continues. It will push back opening day. For the first time in AAA baseball history, Robot umpires will be used to call balls and strikes this year as they expand the technology to the highest level of minor league baseball. That means a computer-based system will be calling balls and strikes with someone reviewing the computer calls. It was previously used in single-A baseball uh, and during the last season of minor league baseball. Moving to the NFL, the New York football giants have finally hired a new general manager. That is the former assistant general manager of the Buffalo Bills, Joe Shane, who got hired. He started in football in 2000 as an intern in the Carolina Panthers ticket office, then moved on to the Dolphins and finally on to the Bills. He was part of the Bills uh, GM team that picked Josh Allen as their quarterback. And of course, as with every Giants personnel, he does have a little bit of the Giants flair to him. He was made the assistant uh player of personal sorry the director of player personnel under the Miami Dolphins when Bill Parcells was there so the Giants connection right there first job on tap for him choosing the next head coach for the New York football Giants right now Brian Flores former head coach of the Miami Dolphins in running to be interviewed for the head coach position as well as Dallas defensive coordinator Dan Quinn and Bill's offensive coordinator Brian Dable with some more hiring and firing in the NFL, the Panthers are bringing in a new offensive coordinator, and it's somebody that Giants fans might know very well. The Panthers are reportedly hiring former Giants head coach Ben McAdoo to be the new offensive coordinator in Carolina. So he will have a chance to work with Sam Darnold and possibly Cam Newton if they re-sign him. Baltimore made a big firing on their defensive staff this week, a surprising firing, as they fired longtime defensive coordinator Don Wink Martindale, who was in his fourth year as the defensive coordinator, but has been with the Ravens team since 2012. This was the first year uh, out of the top 10 in his four seasons as the defensive coordinator of the uh, Baltimore Ravens. Um, this year, they finished 25 in overall defense. Ladies and gentlemen, all of that has been our quick hits for Saturday, January 22nd. You're on mute, Dre. Good job, Pete. Good job, Pete. Good job. Great job. That's a lot. Matt, that was a lot. You want you, you, you see... the same? You're on the same minutes restriction because we we run a little. But, but, but Dre, I saw that face. I gotta ask you your mm -hmm. thoughts on the hiring of Ben McAdoo as the Panthers offensive coordinator. It's not the Giants, so I'm cool. Horrible. <laughs> 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 hey. So Matt, what you got for us for uh, for, uh, for the smoke section? You said you want to speak about a certain New York Nick that we have spoken about once before. About fucking sick of it. Hit the music. Bet. Ladies and gentlemen, here we are halfway into the season, and the Knicks are still nicking. And contrary to what everybody else believes, this is not this is not freaking James Dolan fault at this time. It is definitely 
their star player. And I'm doing the quotations because he is who we said he was, which is a quarter water getting getting paid like he's a 20-ounce Sprite. It's bullshit. I'm talking about Julius Randle. That's who I'm talking about. He mad because the New York fans booed him. Why? Because he's playing like trash, which is which is the norm. I've been saying it from day one. He is not a star player. He is not worth the $117 million extension he signed in the offseason. Boy is a left-handed player that can only go left. He can't go right to save his life. R.J. Barrett has been balling. I give him that. Been going right a little bit. Been doing little things. You know, it's all right. It's all right. Kimber is, he shows up when the hell he wants to show up. But Julius Randle just—he's just not doing it for me. I'm—I'm I'm, I'm sorry. I—I I think it's at the point right now that maybe we need to cut our losses. They need to trade him for something better. That's how I'm feeling right now. You can't handle the New York pressure. You played all right last season. You got us to like what a fourth—a fourth seed in the East. Right now, they scrambling to even try to get to the eighth. It's, it's, I think it's like a tie between five different teams. Pete, correct me if I'm wrong. I know you're looking right now. I'm pretty sure it's a scramble between five teams for the eighth, for the seventh and eighth spot. I'm not even sure. But I know the Knicks ain't looking like how they how they were projected to be. And I, uh, and, and, it's really four teams right now in that. Uh, teams now? Raptors, Raptors are right now in the eighth spot. Uh, Wizards are a half game behind the Raptors. Celtics a half game behind the Wizards, and the Knicks a half game behind the Celtics. The Hawks are a game, uh, a game and a half behind the Knicks. Now, correct me if I'm wrong, Dre. We did that after the year. We didn't after a year, right? And um, our, our good friend, you know, Randy, you know, um, he sold us a bag of goods about how the Knicks was going to be doing some. Some there's gonna be doing some damage, right? Like you know, Julius Randle gonna go right. He gonna be balling, you know. Most improved. He he got his money. The Knicks is gonna be like a top five seed, possibly fourth. Even though we told him, me and you both told him, Chicago is coming, Miami's coming, Milwaukee's still there, Philly is low key still there, and the Nets is still there. I don't see the Knicks getting. To at least the, the, the highest, their ceiling might be six. Well, let's Man, let's also like let's also be honest. That in, so first off, division wise, Matt, division wise, outside of Philly and Brooklyn, that entire division has played like trash. The Raptors are only one game over five hundred. The Celtics are one game under five hundred, and the Knicks are two games under five hundred. There's only two good teams in that division. Well, two teams that have been playing good in that division, and that is the Brooklyn Nets at 29 and 16 and the Sixers at 26 and 19. Now, when you look at the entire Eastern Conference, yeah, you have a couple of teams ahead of them. But really, if you really look at it, the separation between the first seed and the seventh seed, this is looking a lot like the West almost. Because the Nets are only a half a game ahead of both the Bulls and the Heat. They're only a game and a half ahead of the Bucks. Two and a half ahead of Cleveland. Philly is only three games out. And Charlotte is three and a half out. So between one and seven is only three and a half game difference. Then you get to the Raptors who are the eighth seed that are six games out. So really, if we're really going to be honest, the division 
only two teams have played good. And in the entire conference, everybody that's below the seventh seed has been playing trash. Exactly. So with that being said, the Knicks, are we going to keep New York fans? Which includes the Hawks who beat them. Yeah, I mean, granted, I, I kind of expected that with the Hawks because they've been hit, they've been hit with a, with a lot of the injury bug, and um, so I was kind of expecting that a little bit, not that far off of a of a drop. I expected them to be playoff contention, and they kind of could still make a playoffs appearance. They might make the play in, but I didn't. I, my ceiling wasn't that high when it came to Atlanta. Atlanta was just legit uh, a story of you know injuries and COVID nineteen. I, that's how why that's how I felt as far as them getting to how as far as they got, which is the Eastern Conference, I, Eastern Conference Finals. I don't see that happening this season because again, a lot more teams got better. With that being said, and and, and when we were talking about the Eastern Conference, the Knicks, y'all paid a hundred, y'all gave a hundred and seventeen million dollar extension to this guy. They just picked up Karen Reddish, who I think should be playing soon. I don't know if he's playing. Tomorrow, or he might be playing like next week, but I, I think he's projected to be playing soon, which is not a bad pickup. Solomon Hill is not a bad pickup either, but your star is Julius Randle. That's who you're giving your yeah, yeah that's who you're giving the Allen Houston contract to, which is which, which is which is Julius Randle. Is he worth that? That's my question. Is he worth that? Because I don't think he is. We don't even have to spend long on that. Nope, he is not worth it. Cut your losses. Cut your losses. Go about your business. Go go do the magical thing that people think they're gonna do. Uh, magically, if Zion come back healthy, I'm pretty sure. Oh well, he's healthy now and he's a Nick. That's a pipe dream for a lot of Nick fans. Get but, that Duke you know. trio, RJ yeah, Barrett, you get to do. Listen, yeah, you still need the bread to do it. You need the bread to do it. Cut your losses with that, bro. Cut. Yeah. I'm sick of Zion. I'm uh, not about to say Zion. I'm sick. I'm sick of Julius Randle. I didn't think he was. I thought he was all right. I didn't think he was that good. We had a lot of these these, these Knicks fans open and wet. It was it was just like y'all y'all gotta relax. It was just I'm like, like I said, the best scenario, the best hood terminology I can give to to Julius Randle is he's a quarter water being paid like he's a twenty a twenty ounce bottle of Sprite. Well. You, you said it all. You said it all. So uh, today's topic. Who else are, are they gonna give their money to? Probably us. Us. Probably us. No, no. But who else? At the time when you when you had to get Julius sign Julius Randle. I mean, listen. Don't get me wrong. I'm not disagreeing with your assessment on Julius who? Randle's game. You said you said who who they can give it to? You know what I mean? Who were they gonna they give it to at that time? Who you know? I mean, they had mad free eight. Trade his ass and get Ben Simmons if you need to. I don't give a damn. Get rid of him. He First of all, you know Philly ain't. I Listen, Philly, Philly you take, know, ain't going to do the stupid Julius thing of Randall. trading him in the division. Philly would take Philly would take Julius Randle. Philly, if Philly trade, listen, as much as I give as much as much I give Ben Simmons shit and as, as, as much of a bum as I think Ben Simmons is, I okay, I think, I think that Daryl Morey and Elton Brand – and, and and the brain trust over in Philadelphia got a little bit more than I, an iota of intelligence. And can they're not going to trade Ben Simmons within their own division. Can yeah. I just say, I think Daryl Morey and, 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 and Elton Brand are a bunch of bitches right now. I really feel like 
they're holding the success. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm going. I'm going to keep it real. I feel like you're holding. It's a. It's a. It's a pissing contest. Like you can get. You can get. They had a trade on the table to get Buddy Hill. Why not take that? Because they don't want Buddy Hill. They want somebody with with the same value as, as Ben Simmons. Right now but, they're in playoff contention. Granted, they're not going to go too much far in the playoffs with the team. They're a better team without Ben Simmons. They're a better team without Ben Simmons. You don't need much. Right, but what the, you know how Daryl Morey move already, so this is He's not nothing new. So no, I think any GM would have done this trade. Any, yeah, any GM would try to get equal value. Like trading Buddy Hill for, for Ben Simmons is not – Come on, that's not if he did realistic. It, if he did it, people would people would rip him apart for being a dumb yeah, GM. People would, yeah, people would shit people on him for doing it. Right now, for holding this holding this trade hostage. I would hold it. I, I ain't gonna lie. I'd hold the trade hostage too. If I can you're get something better, yeah, you get okay. Now you get rid of him for for less value. Then what? We're still wasting. It doesn't necessarily have to be less value. You had like Buddy Hill. He's nowhere near as much of a. For Listen, ben as Simmons? much of a bum, as are, much of are you a bum doing as that? I call Ben Simmons are, to be, he's not doing that. Are you yes, doing that? I would do that. I would like, do wow. that. Head this up. is why you're not an NBA GM. I head up. There's other pieces that's in play with that. I'm saying is okay. you can construct a team around your superstar instead of wasting his prime away. We all know that? Joel Embiid is injury prone. Mm-hmm. So you're going to keep wasting him. Right now, Joel Embiid is, is in MVP contention. You're going right. to waste that away because you're in a pissing contest to try to get equal value for Ben Simmons? I'm sorry. There's really li- little to no equal value of getting a six foot ten point guard. Let's be realistic. Be okay. realistic. But you also just, you also, they also just paid this man uh, almost $200 million. So why be yeah. in a rush to trade somebody who just... That damn office is. That's... Pretty much what I'm saying. How? Right. But that so goes back to the about, point. Hold on. That just goes back regardless, to the point. Regardless where... of what I may think, regardless mm-hmm. of what I may think about Ben Simmons, you're talking about a man who was the number one overall draft pick, is 25 years old, Can't has averaged 14.7 rebounds, seven assists a game, and is six foot 11. All of those things, and you want me to give him up for Buddy Heald. I may not want him on my team. I may not, he may not want to be on my team. He may not want to be there, but I am not going to give him up for a package that does not include at least minimum one first round draft pick and, and at least one first round, first round draft pick caliber player that I can put on the court. And that's at a bare minimum. That's at a bare minimum. Now, you know they're going to want to get more than that, and I don't blame them for it. But at the bare minimum, you better be giving me first-round caliber player and a first-round pick at bare minimum. Okay. And with that being said, right, I'm just, I just threw Buddy Hill out there. You could have got, you got, you got other pieces with that, along with your first-round draft pick and all that. Yeah, because the, right? King, the Kings is the, the latest trade package. Yeah, that's what – I get it. I get it. Because so there was more in that What package. I'm saying is – you're he's looking for an equal value superstar. You're not gonna find that, especially with question. The... Would you trade Ben Simmons for Russell Westbrook? 
No, I'm, they're I'm, the I'm same. They're, 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 I would. I don't want to say they. I don't want to say they're the same player, but I, probably I would. Would. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. They're not. I wouldn't do they it. Are. No, they you know what? You know like what? Ben. Si- are you talking about damn near defensive player of the year, Ben Simmons? That's, that's all I'm saying. That's the only thing they got different. That's the only edge Ben Simmons got over Russell Westbrook. I Russell think Simmons Westbrook, is a better Russell, passer than Westbrook. Russell Westbrook will at least take a jump shot. I give him that. Well, except for the Westbrook's a better scorer in all facets. And yes, Westbrook has shown three in all three levels. Westbrook is a better scorer. And we and we, you know how we can say that? Because Ben Simmons can't shoot worse than that. Neither can Russell Westbrook. And also, if you're LeBron, if you're LeBron, if you're LeBron James, and I tell you, yo, I'll give you Ben Simmons. I take thirty three over like two. <laughs> and they, he's right? just as worse the free throw line as Ben Simmons. If is, you so. give LeBron Ben yeah, Simmons, even each other out right there at the free throw line. <laughs> you LeBron, LeBron doesn't have ben to carry Simmons. the ball. Yeah, yeah, and he's not going to turn over the ball, unlike Russell Westbrook would. So there goes. Yeah. But, but now <laughs> you you're adding. But now you're adding two soft people on your team. I don't think <laughs> Ben Simmons is soft as far as on the play. I feel like he's soft mentally. Did he not call Ben? Has he not? Yeah, mentality. He just called him a bitch. I call. I call Daryl Morey. No, you call Daryl Morey a bitch. Sorry, you call Daryl Morey a bitch. No, no. On this show, yeah, but on previous shows, yo, run the tape back. Run the tape. I swear to you, they have called Ben Simmons a bitch before. One of the part of time. Yeah, mentally. How you can be a bitch but not be soft? Explain that. Explain it. Make make it make sense. Make it make sense. Anthony Davis is soft in the body. Too. I don't think he. I don't think Anthony Davis is a bitch. I think he's just soft. There's a difference. We'll agree. Look, okay. I don't I, think I get, nobody's fucking Ben Simmons on the court. That's how I'm talking about on the court. If he has the right backing around him, Trey Young was in that man's head. He also shut Trey Trey Young down for a good portion of that last game. So I mean, I wouldn't go that that's, far. That's cute for that one portion of that last game. But I'm talking about Ben Simmons can hold one through five. Russell Absolutely. Westbrook can't. Russell Actually, Westbrook. I'm not, I'm, I'm not putting Russell. I'm not putting Ben Simmons on no five. It, but he's the same height as a five. Is what I'm saying. And he's 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 capable of guarding a five. He fucking shut down Rudy Gobert. So, so no, one, wait, so no, one yo, more. no, no, see, you just proved my point. I caught we, no, we, yeah, we gotta move on. No, now we have to move on because Matt, Matt, hold on, hold on. So, two rumors, <laughs> two rumors that have come up, two rumors that have come up. Uh, one including Sacramento, as Matt has said, was a package for Tyrese Halliburton, Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, and two first round picks. For Ben Simmons, Tobias Harris, and Matisse Tabuli, but um, the Sixers don't want to part with Tabuli. Dibble, 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 Dibble. Dibble. No, Tabuli, bro. I'm like, what the hell are you saying? Dibble. Listen, I don't know everybody. I can even say it, bro. Um, Now, here's another thing. Mm -hmm. There is another. There is another superstar that -hmm. possibly wants out of. His home market. Mm-hmm. Could you see a trade go down where Ben Simmons and Damian Lillard swap locations? That was stupid on Portland's part. 
Not if Dame wants out. No, Dame doesn't want out. We, you know what? Right. We don't. We we don't know because Dame will never say it if he does. Probably right. Yeah, Dame will never yeah, say it if he for, does. He's out for a couple weeks. Which yeah, Dame, is, Dame is out for some time. Ben Simmons out for the whole season right now. Right. So he wouldn't be yeah. out if he got traded. He got traded. Boy is active. Like he's yeah. active. Like same thing with Kyrie. No, but I'm saying at the end of the season, he's at the end of this. At the end of the season, what does it? I think Lillard's contract comes up at the end of this year, right? Yeah. Oh, Damian Lillard. Right. No, he just out. You said no, 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 no. He's out in extension. He's out in extension. He's there for a good six years. So if Lillard wanted out, the contracts would match up. (laughs) If Lillard wanted out of Portland, the contracts would match up. You could trade Ben Simmons for Dame. If I'm Portland. I'm asking for a little bit more, and maybe Philly's giving away, getting a little less because you're give because you're because you're getting, in my opinion, a much better player in Dame Lillard than Ben Simmons. But you get Dame Lillard, maybe a first round pick, maybe a bench player, and you're trading mm-hmm. away what Tobias ben Harris, Simmons, Tobias Ben Harris, Simmons, and, and that's no, that's I wouldn't get rid of Tybal. No, Thibel. they would want to keep Tybal. Thigh, like it's in your thigh, thigh bowl. Okay, thigh, thigh bowl. They would want Thank to you. keep thigh bowl, but the, the Simmons and Lillard contracts would match up. So you're basically trading away Tobias Harris for now getting some kind of salary cap uh, breathing room, and you're getting back whatever uh, Portland's trying to throw away. You know, mm-hmm. but if I'm Philly and I'm teaming up Dame Lillard with Joel Embiid, and now I got a little extra money that I could play around with because I got rid of Tobias Harris's contract. I think it's a Philly's good deal if James. Dame Lillard wanted out of Portland. Philly's hanging on. Philly's holding out for James Harden because if James Harden says that he wants to go to Philly, they can get him on a sign and trade. I don't. That's that's. I feel like that's the only way I think Harden. Story in itself. Yeah, too. the only way that's, I, think I feel like Harden that's what's going to happen Brooklyn. in all season. James Harden. If, I feel like James Harden and and, and Ben Simmons are going to swap. If Harden like leaves Brooklyn, if Harden stupid. leaves Brooklyn, they're blowing stupid. up Brooklyn. I'm telling you right now. Yeah, like, like if he, well, you remember the the, the pie in the sky and the, the, the main cog in this is going to be Kyrie Irving too, which they could resign. Because he doesn't want to run away either. Yes, he does. But again, huh? he won't go somewhere. He won't Remember, go Green Bay. You have to think about it. He won't go to Green Bay. Well, right. If he, go, if he goes anywhere else, he's able to play full time. Right. He's able to play. He doesn't have to get vaccinated. That's the biggest part. Now, if well, I'm I'll KD, I'm not COVID-19 shit is over with. Him and, now, and his Dr. K- Umar right. stuff. Listen, if I'm KD, I'm like, well, if you leave now, you can kiss my entire ass, and every time I see you, I'm gonna drop. I'm you saying off. that to both of them. I'm saying that to both. Here's of them. The, here's you know the what? I give Harden a pass. The only reason I, I give Harden a pass, I don't, for leaving or at least exploring leaving, because Harden's never been a free agent to where he had to just explore. Bro. He's always he signed extensions twice. All right, but look at who he got rid of to get to Harden, bro. I'd be pissed. They were gonna be a finals team. Without Harden, <laughs> I would be. But, but I said this. But I said this to you before. You was like, "Yeah, I no, agree with." And I agree yeah. with you. I agree with I both didn't of y'all. Get Harden to begin with. I hear you, but again, I'm saying in general, if you have the option to have them, I'm taking it. 
But if this is the if this is the latter part of it, where you're gonna leave and we're not getting shit for him, and we and we only had one one full like shot at making the fucking finals because you got hurt, I'm gonna be aggravated. I'm like, what the fuck, bro? I'm, but I'm, I'll be I'm very, I'll be very honest with you. Here's mm-hmm. the, here's what I don't think people are taking into account. Uh-huh. I think if the Nets tried to get rid of somebody like Kyrie, it would affect Durant. But if Kyrie decides to you know, decides to walk on his own. If Kyrie makes the decision, I don't want to be here because of vaccination. I don't want to be here because of this. I think that leaves the door open for the Nets to still be able to keep Kevin Durant because you spin that. You spin that as we didn't give up on Kyrie. Kyrie's giving up on us. Kyrie's giving up on you. Kyrie's giving up on his team. But KD already signed the extension. So he's he right. But what I'm saying is, you keep KD happy, you don't disgruntle Kevin Durant. I but think you can keep Harden. Offer. They rescinded their offer from, to Kyrie because of his vaccination shit. So he did. Right, there's ways saying. to spin that, and it could be it can go both ways on that. But regardless, Kevin Durant is stuck for a good five, four or five Yo, years. Yo, I'll tell so. you right now, I put I put an offer. Here's what I do to Kyrie. Mm-hmm. I put an offer back on the table at the end of the season. And I say, especially if the vaccination stuff is still going on, I say, There's yo, here's be. the offer. But you need to be fully vaccinated. We only we only want you if you can play all the games. You know Kyrie going to say no. So you let him say no. You're doing what you got to do in the best interest of the team, right? And then you're able to give yourself the out. Yo, we made an offer. We got to think about the best interest of the team. Hold on. Hold on. I'm going to wrap this up. I'm, I'm going to say this. I'm going to wrap this up. The reason why that won't work is because KD is now with whatever Kyrie decides to do. He has said that. So if they do that to Kyrie, KD is still going to be the yeah. That's the ultimatum. So now you're giving now you're giving this man who stands on his own militia an ultimatum. That's disrespectful, right? And again, yeah, ultimatum over disrespectful. But again, every the flip side of that. Every city has its own particular rules. If you're not going to abide by those rules, you can't play in that city. But like I said I'm paying fines in the playoffs. Yeah, I'm six paying nothing fines. Bengals. Yeah. And two minutes left in the first quarter. Oh, okay. fuck with Steve okay. Lane saying. <laughs> what did you just say? <laughs> Whatever. I'm about to lose. I guess I'm about to lose it and be on one already. <laughs> but shout out to fuck with Steve Lane saying, bro. If the freaking if if, if, if the Nets could lose home home court advantage. I don't even care about it, but it, not even that. Regardless, if all three are playing, they're hard to beat. <laughs> they're, right. they're a real I, I hard agree. to beat team. So I'm paying agree. them fines, homie. I'm paying them in the playoffs. Well, they already secured their playoff spot in my head. I'm paying all them fines up in the, like the only time I'm paying the fines is in the playoffs. Kyrie, suit the hell up. I don't give a fuck what this man is saying, bro. Suit the hell up. Let's go. Got you, got you. But shout out to the Job Tears Network. Um, if you're listening to this on Monday or you're listening to this now um, on Saturday, um, Royal Rumble viewing party live at Legends Bar. All of us are going to be there. Most of us are going to be there. I don't know what Peter's doing, but Pete should be there. He should show up for the love of the game. Um, Matt might <laughs> Matt might be I'm, there. I, I might make an appearance. I got my I got my brother's baby shower. Yeah, Matt might be there. I'm going to be there. Uh, I'm just going to be there so I don't get fined. But, no, 
Uh, Royal Rumble is probably the biggest um, event of the year. Uh, one, it's the start of the road to you know that magical place in Dallas where the Cowboys lost. Um, uh, <laughs> shout outs to everybody on the Java Tears Network. Shout out to the shows that's on the Java Tears Network. Two and a half rows, Sazon Talk, Sazon Sessions, which Matt was just on. Another Sazon Session is dropping um, this week. Uh, two and a half rows is coming. One. Yes, and you did a really good job on that one. Um, Java Tears Podcast, always rocking out. Look out for um, Coffee Talk. Um, got a lot going. And um, Pete got some stuff he, he's working on. Me and Matt got some stuff we're working on. So the Queen has some things she's working on. So, you know, it's all love here at the Java Tears Network. Also, shout out to everybody who supports um, not just the Java Tears Network, but also us at the Eurosport Show. Um, again, like Shaq and, and, and Drizzy are in here religiously every Saturday. So please, like, shout out to them. Um, shout out to um, Miss Ashley. Yes, 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 for sure. Um, shout out to Ashley Baker, who you know, lovely, so lovely, lovely person, Dallas so, Cowboys so fan, but she is probably like she she was definitely uh, one of the best guests we have had. Um, and we definitely got to get her back on. Maybe to not, you know. Also. We gotta get Cliff back on. We gotta we we gotta redo some 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 interviews, but we also want to get more people on. So um, and we're also down to the collab. So I got a couple collabs that I'm working on now. But um, for the Queen Queen Tay, for the voice of a generation, Pete Rosado, for B K Matt, it is your boy Big Baby signing off. Peace.